When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet here at the Firmly Planted Family Studios in Vancouver, Washington. Today I'm going to air part two of my interview with my friend Dennis Fuquay, and we're going to be talking about the power and the theology of prayer. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's interview with Dennis Fuquay. He's coming back today, and we're going to just air that interview for you in its entirety today. And I hope that as you listen, you are really drawing yourselves closer to the Lord to see what he has for you. Prayer is a beautiful way for us to communicate with God and to recognize the power of prayer is an incredible thing in the life of a Christian. So thank you guys for listening. And here's part two of my interview with Dennis Fuquay. Too. I think people don't understand yeah, yeah. when God says he gives you peace, it's an all encompassing. Yeah. Uh, this is why the Bible says that it, the world can't understand it. Yeah. Because right. it's not like the, the peace it's of the world. It's not like the peace that the world mm-hmm. gives. Yeah. It, it, my, my favorite word is flourish mm-hmm. for peace. It, it's everything is supposed to, everything is the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's all put together mm-hmm. properly and such. Mm-hmm. And so, so as far as how to pray, uh, there are passages of scripture that really bounce out to me, stand out to me. That's one of them because we're told to pray that way. Mm-hmm. So if we do what he tells us to do, we can sort of anticipate that we're going to get the results he tells us we're going to get. <laughs> uh, another verse is uh, a fairly well-known verse is Luke 2.52, where it says of Jesus that he increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man. Well, that verse was spoken of Jesus when he was 12 right before his teenage years. What a great way to pray for teenagers. Mm. God, let them increase physically. Let them increase spiritually in, in wisdom. And excuse me, let, let them increase uh, in wisdom. God, as my child goes out into the world, give them wisdom. Let their heart be set on wisdom. And then physically, God, let them grow properly. Let them have proper diet and exercise and all that kind of stuff. In favor with God, let them grow spiritually. And in favor with mankind, let them develop properly uh, socially as well. Mm-hmm. So the the uh, mental, physical, excuse me, mental wisdom, et cetera, the physical, the spiritual, and the social. What what a great way to pray for kids. What a great way for parents to pray with their kids. What was that, uh, that Luke, reference? Luke 2, 52. All right. Yeah. And so, uh, again, in answer to your prayer, how, what's the best way that we can pray? The best way that we can pray is praying his words back to him. Mm-hmm. because. The best prayers don't originate in our hearts, mm. okay? The best prayers originate in the heart of God, and he communicates to us, and then we communicate that back to him, and then he accomplishes it here on earth like it like is Like the heaven. best prayer practices. The best prayer practices, yeah, right. And so as far as when in the day or whatever, um, I'm convinced that, again, from the Lord's Prayer, Jesus wants—I really, really do believe that Jesus wants us to pray— 
from the Lord's Prayer on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. How do I get that? It says, give us this This day day. Mm -hmm. our daily bread. And Mm -hmm. the this day doesn't only refer to that fourth line. It refers to all six of the lines there, Mm -hmm. all seven of the lines. So um, I I really think he wants us to pray on a a daily basis. But again, if you don't do it, don't get guilty. Uh, Guilt is just a a prayer Mm -hmm. squincher, okay? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but also in that prayer, he says, give us this day our daily bread. I think it indicates when in the day we're supposed to pray. Mm And that is before we have our breakfast. Okay? Mm-hmm. Give us this day our daily bread. We don't say, hey, pass the biscuits after I have the biscuits. Okay? <laughs> we, we, and so I think, I, I honestly think that it's a good pattern and it's a doable pattern for most of us. And it's not a, not a, not a lawful thing. Well, not I a think legal people need to hear that because it's funny that you bring this up. I just answered this question good. earlier this week on the podcast. Someone was saying, is, you know, are you commanded to pray before a meal? And I said, I don't see a commandment, but I see a pattern in scripture. Yeah. And we should pay attention to the pattern and not have it become a legalistic thing like, oh, for goodness sake, I just started on my salad and I forgot to pray. Now God's mad at me. Right, right. It's this it's it's a posture of prayer. Are you looking for some great Christmas gifts for the little ones in your life this year? Consider my pillow. Hey, you guys, right now they have the children's Bible story pillowcase along with the go anywhere. My pillow 50 percent off right now for the listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast. This unique children's pillowcase combines beautiful Bible story pictures on the front and the read aloud story on the back so that you can enjoy reading to your little ones over and over again. Choose from your favorite or collect them all. The creation story, Daniel and the lion's den, Jonah and the whale, Noah's Ark and the story of Jesus. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square. Don't forget to use the promo code Heidi, H-E-I-D-I and enjoy up to 50% off the children's Bible story pillowcase. And and I think with the Lord's Prayer, I think I think what what he's communicating there is is take some spiritual bites yeah. before you take some physical bites. Okay, do this before this is a priority before this. And so uh, I I think, and I would just challenge people that to just develop a pattern of whenever possible, pray through some basic scriptural things before you get on with the rest of your day, before you eat breakfast, put on your makeup and go out and do the, do this mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's, a, that it just, it just, it reflects to God that we are, we are caring about our spiritual lives mm-hmm. more than our physical lives. Mm. Okay. So mm. any, anytime you get a prayer in scripture, grab hold of that one and pray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are six real key prayers that Paul prays in in the um, in the epistles. Um, uh, let me just get to Philippians here. Uh, Philippians one, most of them are in chapter one, um, and this this prayer it's a very simple prayer, but it's a very profound prayer as well. Here, Philippians one nine through eleven, it says, "This is my prayer." Okay, well, when you read that, you can say, "Okay, God, this is my prayer mm-hmm. that your love." Three of these six prayers are about love. <laughs> Is that your love? That the, uh, so I'm praying that, that this person, the person I'm praying for, that their love may abound more and more. Not that they don't have any love, but they would, that it would abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that, and that's another thing, the, fra- the word so that, Mm-hmm. is in every one of these prayers that Paul prays. It's in, it's in the prayers that Jesus prayed. We should grab hold of this little, tiny, meaningful phrase, so that. Mm-hmm. So then we're not just simply praying about something. Mm-hmm. 
There's a purpose. We're praying towards something. Yes. Yeah, we're praying. And so he says, I'm praying this so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff in that prayer. But anytime you see a prayer in Scripture, you can grab hold of that and you can pray that for your loved ones. You can pray that for the people in your community. You can pray that for um, those you like and those you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's a challenge for you. Yeah. Uh, we've been, you know, as you know, lots of things happening here at Firmly Planted Family. We've yeah. got um, huge, uh, you know, needs going forward with uh, buildings and things like that 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 we've been praying for yeah. for quite some time. And my daughter, Summer, uh, we we there's a, a particular piece of property that we have now put an offer on. Yeah, and have been just praying God provide, 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 because He can do it. We've seen God do amazing yeah. things. And Summer said to me. Why not? She goes, I just feel like God's asking me to pray like a Jericho prayer. So she said, the Lord's been telling me I'm going to go over there seven days in a row and wow. I'm going to pray. So we did. We've, we have walked around this building seven times. We've prayed over it. Uh, our have the walls fallen gone, down? Uh, no, right. No, no. right. We, there's all these walls we want to fall down, but just there not the building walls. Yeah, it's other right. walls. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Summer said that she, she came to the end of a, a seven-day stretch, and mm. I think it was on the 4th of December. She said, Mom, I went over there, you know, at night, and she said, I sat in the parking lot, and I lifted my hands to the heavens. I love this faith of this 19-year-old girl. That's great. Who is just praying her heart out and praying scripture over this building, and she said that it occurred to her that it was December 4th. And she said she felt like the Holy Spirit just impressed on her. Look to the 12th book of the New Testament in the Mm. fourth chapter. Mm. She said, Mom, I want to read it to you. She comes home. She want to read it to you. This is what it says. Uh, this is Colossians, right? The fourth, oh, the twelfth, okay, right? yeah. Colossians four. <laughs> Devote yourselves to prayer, yeah. <laughs> being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too that God may open a door, door for our message, that wow. we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I'm in, in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Good. And let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So she's reading this to me. This was just a couple of days ago. Yeah. She's reading this to me, and I'm I'm just weeping yeah. <laughs> at the the <laughs> profound message yeah. that's in this particular passage that's for us right now as yeah. we're pursuing this, you yeah. know. Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Uh Lord, that you would open that you would help us open this door. For our message, which is the message of Christ, that we would proclaim it boldly. Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, isn't it just like the Lord that as my daughter is growing in wisdom and stature, that God would begin to show her yeah. just glimpses yeah. of how much he loves her and how intimately involved he wants to be in, That's great. in all of these decisions. And of course, we don't have, you know, there, there's... I haven't really said much to my, my podcast audience, so surprise. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on at Firmly Planted uh, right now, but much of it has been a journey of prayer and of just yeah. coming before the Lord. There are a lot of people who have been praying for things that they have not gotten yeah. or prayers that have gone unanswered. And one of the people whose prayers has gone unanswered is Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of John chapter 17 where he prays that we, his church, would be one so that the world will know that he was sent from the Father and the world would know that the Father loves them just like he loves the Son. 
And so when I think about unanswered prayer, Jesus knows what it's like to have unanswered prayer. Now, the good news is that with his prayer, it's unanswered now, but it won't be always unanswered. Sometimes our unanswered prayers are because we pray stupid prayers. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> I know Whoops. that I know that to be true because I've prayed yeah, stupid we've prayers. All done it. Yes, yeah, that's right. right. And and we're thankful that God didn't answer our mm-hmm. prayer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then some some prayers are answered um by by they're answered later. And we think they're unanswered, but they're gonna be answered later. And I think mm-hmm. that that has helped me as well. Mm-hmm. Um uh Oh, I could, a couple things are in my head about examples of that. But one of them, one of them right now is, I know your your mom just got out, got home from the hospital. Yes. Yeah. It's been a rough week. Yeah. Well, um, the man who is the worship leader at our church for 20 of the 25 years that I was there uh, is, he's an older man now. He's 79 years old. Mm. Great man of God. Loves the Lord. Just a super guy. Well, Sherman um, went to the hospital. Uh, about a week or so ago, had a massive heart attack. They found out that his organs were shutting down. His liver, his kidney, his gallbladder were all shutting down. So, and he needs a quadruple bypass surgery, okay? Well, about last Friday, today is a Tuesday, and last Friday, so just four days ago, his, it looked like his life was over. They had a, a time of prayer for him Friday night, uh, at the church where I used to pastor. And then um, the next day I was able to see him. I drove up to Tacoma and was able to see him. And I was told that his vital signs were getting better, just a little bit better. And each day now they've gotten just a little bit better, a little bit better, a little <laughs> bit better. So it looked like the prayers weren't being answered on Friday night. He didn't get up and walk out of the hospital, but they are being answered along the way. And so I think that when we think of unanswered prayer, it may be a not yet prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's maybe a not yet answer, I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And knowing that oftentimes what we want isn't what God has in mind and to trust him. I mean, this is yeah. something we've, we've tried to tell our children. Yeah. You know, I want them to know that when they, when they come before the Lord in prayer, that his heart toward him is good. Yeah. That God's heart yeah. toward is, is always ever only good. And so yeah. when we, so when we pray for healing and healing doesn't come, yeah. the healing that we thought was best doesn't come. But for the person who knows Jesus, ultimate healing is yeah. there. And it, and, to, and that's a, it's faith building. Yeah. Another unanswered prayer of Jesus, the most significant unanswered prayer of Jesus, Matthew 26, he prayed, Father, if it's your will, or if if there's any other way that we can get this salvation accomplished without me going to the cross, let's do it a different way. That's what he says in Matthew 26. Then he said a great phrase, nevertheless, not your will. Excuse me, not my will, but your will be done. Heidi, I think that's one of the most powerful phrases we can pray in prayer. Pour out our heart. Jesus poured out his heart, and he he knew from the foundation of the world that he was going to go to the cross, but he still said, Father, if, check again. Yeah. Is there any other pathway to salvation besides the cross? Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And that prayer was not answered. He went to the cross. Yes. And so sometimes even good requests for whatever reason, are not in God's will mm-hmm. and not and not answered. So if we have if we have prayers that aren't answered, that shouldn't discourage us. Mm-hmm. It didn't discourage Jesus. He still moved forward with it. Um, 
And so I, I think that's, that's been helpful to me is mm-hmm. to, to, to think even the son of God yeah. had unanswered prayer requests. Yeah. 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 And it helps us to walk through, I think, times of suffering. I mean, these last couple of years have been very difficult. Have they? Yes. Have, have you been here? I've noticed. Do you still live in Washington like I do? <laughs> yeah. Dennis and I, it's worth saying we go to church together too. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that in the midst of all of this, you know, a lot of things that we won't understand yeah. that have happened, we can lean into what we do know. You know, what yeah. we do know about the character of God, what yep. we do know about his faithfulness, leaning into, Father, not my will, but yours. Yeah. Be done. And so help me to pray in accordance with your will. Yeah. And what is it that you want? Because we want to lean into the will of God. And when a long time ago when I was at uh, Multnomah, they made us read a big, long book called Decision Making in the Will of God oh. by my friend Gary Friesen, right? <laughs> One of the profs uh, there. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. I don't ever want to read that book again. It's still too long. I, <laughs> I feel the same way about it now as I did then. But the, my takeaway you know, and this was, I mean, I've been married for 33 years now. My takeaway back then has sort of morphed over, over the years mm-hmm. was that I want to pray into the will of God as I yeah. make a decision, Good. right? And so Good. as we pray, we, we we're saying, Lord, you know, give me your heart for this. I want my heart to line up. I don't want to be, I don't want to yeah. have a heart that's, that's at odds with you. Right. So if, if through this, this season of prayer and my, my pouring my heart out, Lord, and shape my heart so that it comes around so that I'm Facing you so that we're walking this thing out together. And it's a powerful way to yeah, pray in, in that accordance with, with, with God's will. So two little responses to that. One, I think the word alignment mm-hmm. is the best one-word description of prayer, mm. of aligning my everything that I am with who he is. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best one word. And it's a great way of thinking about it. And alignment doesn't happen instantaneously. It may take a little while, and the pendulum may swing over here a little bit, and then it comes <laughs> on back. And then, but but finally, I can get more aligned than what I currently am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, the second thing has left my mind right now, <laughs> but I'll think of it again soon. <laughs> well, when you say when you say pray in alignment, and I think this is important for parents who are listening, yeah. um, or even young people. There are a lot of young, uh, like, and when I say young, I mean 20s and, you know, 30s listening to this, who are trying to come to grips with, how does this look in my everyday life? And you've given us a really good example for that. But then encouragement to have parents uh, really modeling this for their children. I kind of, people know me for saying we can't pass on what we don't possess. We want our kids, you know, you want your kids to be uh, walking with the Lord in prayer. You want your kids to have a vibrant prayer life. Let them see you on your knees in prayer. Yeah. And, 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 and watch in, that. Include them. Yes. Don't just let them watch you, but yeah. include them as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I heard uh, one of our, I mean, you know our family pretty well. Uh, all, all yeah. of, there's a whole bunch of St. John's. <laughs> whole bunch of them around. Whole bunch of them around. And we were praying with the kids. Like I said, we've been praying. We spent the last, you know, year and a half really I mean, praying our guts out over this just run for Congress yeah. and and yeah. our and our love for this country. God loves the people of Southwest Washington, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we pray into what we know to be true. And then turning our attention to praying for the ministry at Firmly Planted Inn and what God's doing in uh, in helping us secure a facility, which we desperately need. Mm-hmm. And watching my children 
Uh, I'm down to just a couple at home now, <laughs> yeah. but, but they're watching. All, most are, they're all close by. They're all close yeah. by, yeah. and but they're launched, right? Yeah. So really, right. I'm just down to a couple at home yeah. that I that my husband and I are actively pouring okay. into. Yeah. But I believe, and I'm curious to know what you think about this. I believe that as our children and as we bring them into our prayers and we let them pray, mm-hmm. not a not a prescriptive prayer, but just right. you know, let's let you pray. We can hear the heart of our children. We know our children a little bit better, and we see them, I think, in a little bit different light. Yes, absolutely. When when you hear me pray, you're hearing some of the most significant conversation I ever have. Mm. And as I allow you to enter into that and to, to listen to my prayer, that's a tremendous gift. Yes. And as we as parents— Allow others, allow our kids especially, to listen to our prayers for them. And don't, I don't think we have to, to dumb it down when, mm-hmm. when, they're in, when they're with us. No, right. And then also to listen to their prayers and amen their prayers and mm-hmm. say, wow, that, yeah, that was really meaningful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is, you know, we teach our kids how to throw a ball. And we teach our kids how to kick a ball. And we teach our kids how to cook. And we teach our kids a variety of things. We also need to be intentional about teaching our kids to right. pray mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, you have been, uh, you've been obviously talking on this on this topic for a long time. I neglected to say at the onset of the show, you've also been married for 51 years to Marilyn. 51 years and four months. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Such a legacy. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted you to know and my audience to know, mm. I mean, I have people on the show that I respect and want, and mm. I think a voice worth listening to. And your voice when it comes to prayer and just walking with God has ministered to me countless times over the years when oh. I've heard you talk at church and obviously mm. familiar with the ministry of, uh, of uh, international renewal and my friend Terry Dirks, who went home to be with the Lord some years ago now. Yep. But I want people to have access to the stuff that you have uh, written. And you've got a, a new book that came out in 2021, yeah. and it is called uh, Strengthen Your Prayer Life. Tell the listeners uh, a sure. little bit about what that book is about and where they can find well, it. Well, some of what I've shared here is in Strengthen Your Prayer Life, and some of it is in Living Prayer. So um, I've learned, the, the best stuff I've learned from prayer has been from biblical people. When I read the Gospel of John and I see John's recording of Jesus' prayer in John 17, I think, wow, I want to I want to dive into that. Yeah, yeah. John, thank you. I sure would like to have a conversation with John about that. <laughs> and when I hear these prayers of Paul and read these prayers of Paul and, and the, the number six prayer, uh, so I've, I've learned a bunch of stuff from them. And, and so I wrote it out. And, and um, when I write, I try to get about three days and just concentrate on writing. And then I get back and breathe again and then come back and do it again. And one time, one of those times, I was driving on home and I thought, you know, I really like what I wrote. This is this is some good stuff, here, yeah. you know. And then I thought, but the style I wrote it in was just, yeah, you, you got to do better than that. Right, Dennis. Right. And so I pondered that for a couple of weeks. And I felt like the Lord gave me the idea of, well, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Okay. And so I built a podcast studio up in the corner of my brain up here, and I invited biblical characters into my podcast studio. I invited John, I invited Paul, I invited Mary and Martha, I invited a variety of people into my podcast studio, and I interviewed them. And of course, I gave the questions and I gave the answers. Okay. Um, But I think it turned out sort of fun. That's neat. Because the book is the script of those eight or 10 different podcasts that I did. With biblical characters, it's something and, that people can read with their with the, as a family. Can you read it 
or do you? You know, I hadn't thought about that, but I'm sure you could. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was just thinking yeah. it might be kind of a fun, a fun thing to do. Yeah. Uh, as we wrap it up today, I just want to remind people they can find that on Amazon, right? Strengthen your prayer life. Yeah. And then the first book that you wrote, of course, called Living Prayer, The yeah. Lord's Prayer Alive in You. Dennis Fiquay, you are a national treasure. Oh and my. certainly to hear, uh, to be able to have uh, you so close in Washington State, but we need, everyone's moving. I'm like, hey, stop leaving, okay? <laughs> yeah, just, stay, just, stay put. Just stay put, stay put. Stay put uh, well, God's l- l- at work. I appreciate those kind words, but let me just mention, I, I people have said, you know, here's an expert on prayer. Right? I'm not an expert on prayer. Good grief, <laughs> I'm not an expert on prayer, but I'm a student of prayer. Mm. And I have studied about prayer, and I've studied prayer, and I've studied people who pray for a long time. And so I'm a student of prayer. It's a mark so of a disciple. In that, in that way, I've learned a few things yeah. about, you know. So anyway, well, thank it's you. a delight to be with you. Thank you very much. Thanks for yeah. coming on the show. Yeah. If you guys want more information on uh, Dennis Fuquay and his books, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast, scroll down, and I will link back to those things in the show notes today. I hope you guys are encouraged. I hope you're encouraged to spend more time in prayer. I hope you're encouraged that God's heart toward you is always ever only good and that his plans for you are better than any that you could possibly imagine. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and